Hey guys, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast. <sighs> hey man, what's what's wrong? I don't know, I'm just kind of feeling down today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Well guess what? Old Tiddlywinks the Clown is here to turn that frown upside down. How in the hell did you get in here? Well you must remember kids, always lock your bedroom window. I don't know about this, this is kind of weird. Oh, come on now. I'm just here to cheer you up and kill your family. What did you just say? I, I, uh, I, I said, who wants to see me juggle? <laughs> cool. Well, uh, hey, Saint, uh, uh, James, could you lend me a hand? Dude, let go of me. <laughs> hey, let go. <laughs> <laughs> Best clown ever. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. It's episode four. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hey, I am Mike. Uh, I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. Hi, Justin. And uh, (laughs) Tiddlywinks had to leave. He's done with his gig. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't pay him, did you? No. I wasn't paying for that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, Episode four. Can you believe it? We did it. Can you hardly believe it? We said we were going to mention it every time. Yep, still going to mention it on episode 100 <laughs> if we make it there. Oh, now you're just thinking crazy things. Uh, so, welcome back once again, coming to you from Ocean Recording Studio. Yeah. And uh, just having a good old time. Today, we are talking about clowns. Oh. If you couldn't tell from the intro. Creepy clowns. Creepy clowns. And uh, are you excited about it? Are you I, excited I, to talk about clowns? I'm, I'm very excited to talk about clowns. Creepy. And, yeah. Um, so today we are uh, drinking from Clown Shoes Brewery, Galactica. Galactica. Which, uh, I think when people see the poster for our episode, it all ties in. Galactic Clown Shoes. It all ties in in quite nicely. In outer space. Galactica. Galactica. (laughs) Uh, Clown Shoes Brewery is from Ipswich, Massachusetts. I feel like you're making that name up. No, it's... Ipswich. Yep. Ipswich, is that how you say it, or Ipswich? Yeah, just can you just flip that Ipswich and turn the light off for me, Bill? Man, <laughs> Maybe yeah, you know the Ipswich right there. <laughs> it might be Ipswich. I don't know. Probably Ipswich. Ipswich. But I was using yeah. the complete wrong accent for Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, you want to give this a try? Let's do it. All right. It's, uh, IPA. Cover up your microphone. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah, it smells way fruitier than it tastes. Yeah, it does. So, gonna... so do you, by the way. <laughs> hey Um That's good though. Yeah, I like it. I'm not yeah. I'm not super I'm not like super heavy into IPAs. I am. I, I know you are. I just it seems like it seems like everywhere you go people are trying to out hop everybody else. Well, yeah, that's you just like let's just pack as many freaking hops into this thing as we well, possibly can, but this is pretty good. It's also an India Pale Ale, if you notice that. IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Thanks, Jay. I feel like, yeah, the craft the craft brewery scene, I feel, is, is kind of killing <clears throat> beer. It really is, because, <laughs> because there's a lot of Whoa. beers. No, it's true, because there's a lot of beers that would otherwise be super good and super accessible, but they're putting so <clears throat> many hops into it that it's turning people off. Well, I, like, You can't no, go I mean, into a craft brewery without, like... 
it's like, you know, there's hop slam, there's hop appeal, there's like everything's hops now. And it's like, that's, that's hops don't always make a good beer. There's definitely other options though. It's not just, I, it's I, like, like when big, you, like IPAs, like, is, it's typically where you're going to get yeah, but the hops aside, flavor. Hops aside though, it seems like the bigger, the bolder, the stronger the flavor, that's what they want to do. That's and I feel like yeah. it's getting to be where everything just, it's starting to taste very, very similar because hops taste like hops. Right. I don't, well, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a brewmaster or anything, but there's tons of different kinds of hops. No, I know that. I would have to ask one of my buddies. But like, like when you say, beer, but, but, but when you say, oh, this is very hoppy, everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like a lot of breweries, they just go overboard for the sake of doing it, not because they never stop to think of, you know, should they? Right. <laughs> well, like your beer. Are, there, are, you know? there are a lot of people who truly like. A super hoppy beer. True, I, I'm know? one of them. I, I, I'm one of them, but like you, it just—I don't know. It just—it just seems like a trend right now. That's but, all. But to your point about the, uh, and I don't want to. I love, I love craft beers, and I love the idea of people starting, uh, like local craft, uh, craft breweries and brew mm-hmm. houses and stuff. I love it. It's great, but <laughs> it's gotten to a point where the market's getting kind of saturated yeah. because every. Every dickhead under the sun who gets a you know like one of those little craft brew uh, kits from Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, <laughs> suddenly you know, he makes his first he makes his first batch of, of brew, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Well, I'm gonna open a brew house." I guess. See, I was like, buying <laughs> linens the other day, and I saw this this jug with some hops in it. Suddenly, brew. <laughs> and I realized my dream. I'm gonna open up a brewery. It, it's just and it's, sleep very good at night because <laughs> oh, there's a there's a ton of people who do it. And there are uh, a handful that do it well. Yeah, not not a handful. I mean, obviously, like we live in Michigan, we come from the land of many lakes and, and many and many breweries. There's so many breweries yeah, in Michigan. It's a it's a point of, of it's a point of pride here, a big point of pride. But like Mike just said, not everybody does it well. Yeah, I know some someone are, that's doing the similar but other end of the spectrum. This guy, uh, I'll just throw his name out there, Dan Simmons. Uh, is a uh, guy you should know from friends of some friends and stuff like that, and he uh, opened up, started his own farm of just growing hops. Really? And oh, so he yeah. supplies the. Yeah, uh, he, he was up from the. Uh, 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 what's the area north of Chesterfield over there? Uh, oh, uh, like uh, north of Chesterfield, New Baltimore, like oh, yeah, New Baltimore, Baltimore yeah. somewhere over that way. But yeah. he's got a farm somewhere up further, a little north up really? that way. Um, I know yeah. nothing about the the farming and, of hops. I and didn't he's, even he's know doing you other could type of farming too. But I remember him posting this field of hops that he was growing and that's pretty uh cool, that's cool. Just to be on that side of it you know yeah. i was picturing a field of bunny and bunnies and i'm like how do you sell their hops oh my <laughs> let's move on <laughs> oh this episode's already taking a turn all right uh so what do you what have you been watching lately mikey uh, i've been watching a ton of stuff uh since the start of september starts my my fall movie watching which last year i watched 50 movies in two months which I don't think I'm going to do again this year because that was a chore. Yeah, nobody saw uh, you for two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Except you know, for when I was watching movies. With you, you know me, I, I buy a lot, and I don't always watch everything that I buy right away. Right. So my my collection constantly has, you know, titles that <laughs> I, I mean to get to and I never have. Uh, and I watched two of those. I'm going to group these together because they're sequels to each other. Um, I watched uh, I watched these two movies, uh, Feast Two and Feast Three. Mm. Now, before I get into these sequels, the original Feast, fantastic. Is, yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. It's 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 
it's a sight to be seen. <laughs> well, uh, give uh, the backstory on Feast. Okay, okay. So there's a show called Project Greenlight, uh, which is uh, I forget what channel it was on. I think it was HBO, wasn't it? Uh, it was one of the one of the pay stations. I I forget exactly which one. Yeah. But um, essentially, it's a, it's a it's a filmmaking show. It's this a was pe- a Matt the Matt Damon show, right? Yeah, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck produce it. Right. Uh, and uh, there's essentially it's a it's a reality show where they're finding like the next uh, director or the next whatever. Yeah. And uh, the guy that won it and his name is uh, John uh, Gulliger. Uh, he won it and he got to make this movie called Feast. And this movie is it's it's a crazy 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 movie. It's like we've talked a lot. I like horror comedies and this movie balances everything so perfectly yeah absolutely. and it's not just horror and comedy it's it's every facet of both of those things it's like sci-fi horror and it's gross out comedy and it's gross out horror and it's slapstick and it's it's all these different things you know but combined but, but into then one. there are like some really good moments of like tension yeah. and, and horror it's and, like you said and it's perfectly just comedy gold like yeah. it, it really it <laughs> takes all these different like ingredients and balances them so perfect you're watching it and you're laughing at it. You're going, "What the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> but you're having such a good time. It's it just works, yeah. right? So I had uh, I had owned Feast Two for a long time, and I read somewhere that Feast Two and Feast Three are are you know symbiotes to each other. You can't have one without the other. And I didn't realize how true that actually was until I watched them. But before I get to that, though, you know, you have the the original Feast has really good production value, has really good. Um, a good look to it, you know, and I think it's because it had it was produced by Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Wes Craven, and the producer of Project Greenlight. So it had this backing behind it. So their name, you know, all these big guys' names were on it. So it was going to look good. It was going to be good. The sequels, on the other hand, as soon as you boot them up, you realize, oh, oh, something is something is very different. Here. Were you watching these on floppy disk? I- <laughs> As soon as you boot them up, <laughs> you put the disc in. Um, yeah, it, you realize right away there's just a quality difference between the first one and the second one, and then you you meet the, the new characters. It's a continuation of the first story, um, but not to give anything away. Only one character, I'm sorry, two characters from the original crossover, mm-hmm. and then you're introduced to a whole new cast of characters. And the problem right off the bat is that you don't care about them at all. Like, the characters are written poorly. They're, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're supposed to be written poorly, because that's kind of the charm of the movies. But there's, like, good-bad, and then there's bad-bad, you know? Yeah. And this is it's just not good. Like, the, the characters, you, you don't give a shit about them. They're poorly acted. Were these directed they're, by the same guy? Yeah. Uh, Feast. All the Feast movies are directed by John Gulliger, and they're written by the same people, too. Uh, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan, who hmm. have... Th- those guys have a pedigree. They did Saw 4, 5, 6, and 7, which me and you are huge Saw fans. Yeah. I'm assuming mm-hmm. you are as yeah. well. Uh, they did The Collector and The Collections. Uh, one wrote, one directed. I think uh, Dunstan directed those two, and uh, Melton wrote them. You know, so these guys have a before they even did the feast movies, they they they've been around, they've done their own thing. These two guys were attached to uh, the new Halloween reboot, really Halloween Returns, and uh, there's there's articles written where a guy uh, had read it and he said the script was amazing. It brought it back to what it was supposed to be, and they've since moved on from them. They've hired new people to do it again. 
which is a whole other debate. <laughs> and I'm sure it will be a travesty. Yeah, but, but what's confusing about this is how you can have the same director and the same writers go from the first movie to the second movie, and the second movie just... It's so it's so different when trying to be the same. Um, well, I'll I'll bring up I'll bring up one thing that you're gonna completely disagree with me on. Not a horror movie, but same guy who wrote and directed Boondock Saints. See, I I haven't seen number two. So you can't say it though. Then I you can't, can't say it. I can't say it. You're but going off every, popular. Listen, opinion. <laughs> everybody that I've talked to about two has just been. Mm. They just were like, "What did they two do? is two to me when I saw it in the theaters, and two was exactly <clears throat> what it was supposed to be, in my opinion. But we'll get into we, we yeah, can, we, maybe we'll have an episode where we're not talking about horror movies. No, we'll go, probably we'll go not. off script sometime. <laughs> no, just call us and um, we'll talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. So here's the thing. For Feast 2 and Feast 3, John Gulliger decided to enlist the acting talents of his entire family. In in the first movie, the bartender was his dad, uh, Clue Gulliger, who was actually an old, like a big Hollywood guy, old-timey. Um, off the top of my head, I can't tell you anything he's been in, but he's one of those guys where you see him, you know exactly who he is. But then he also uh, hired his, or cast his wife to be the main biker chick who looks like Cher. <laughs> and she's a, <laughs> she's not a good actress. Like it, it, I know she's trying, but she's not good. His brother's in it, and his brother's awesome. And then also his nephew is in it. Fun fact: uh, the part that his nephew plays, the father who is his brother in the movie, throws <laughs> his son in air and kills him. <laughs> Very interesting choices. It tells you the kind of tone these movies have. I don't remember that part. No, this is in Feast oh, 2. Okay. This is in Feast 2, yeah. All right. Okay, so when I was talking about how these two movies are, are very... Uh, they're, they're symbiotes to each other. Uh-huh. Feast 2 ends in the middle of a fight scene. It oh. just ends after an hour and 40 minutes. Like, cut to just, black, like it hard just, black. It's it just, just done. hard cuts. <laughs> and oh. you're like, what What the fuck? <laughs> like, where, where's the ending of the movie? And then you put in Feast 3... <clears throat> And it picks up like mid punch. Yeah, that's. I like, mean, it's it's kind of cool. But it's only like an hour and ten minutes. Really, it doesn't okay. make so any sense. So there was sense. no reason for them to really. Yeah, I knew going into these. It movies, was probably is probably they shot Feast Two, and it was an hour too long, and they're like, "You got to cut this down by an hour." Well, and they're like, "Well, we don't want to." So we'll I have just a put theory. A third I, one. I have a theory because going into it, like I said, I didn't want to watch three without owning two or didn't want to watch two without owning three because i knew that these movies were shot uh it was one script it was feast two that they broke into two movies probably because they wanted to do a trilogy and this is my theory they probably wanted to do a trilogy and they knew they weren't going to get funding for a third mm-hmm. and so this was their way of essentially doing it I, that's my theory at least but it's like you can cut it in a different place to make it make more sense though right you know and the scene they cut on there's they're, they're they're on this this rooftop, and it's the worst green screen I've ever seen. <laughs> like, find a roof and shoot on. Like, that shouldn't be that difficult. Yet they right. did it on green worse, screen. Worse than Wolverine Origins. Worse than honestly, <laughs> it really is because you can see the lines around their heads and stuff. Like, it's you just I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, this sucks because I had such high hopes for these movies. <laughs> But that's, yeah. It seems I, like it would be harder to find a large enough green screen to, to, to like, well, they show, your disposal. That doesn't cost a is, lot of money. They show behind the scenes, and it's literally poster board tacked to a wall. Like, uh, you can see the edges of it, which I, that's standard in all fairness for low like, budget. That's standard. Yeah. But it's just kind of funny to see how, like, shifty the whole thing was. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, man, like, three was better than two. Three had better jokes than two. Um, 
had more feast one type jokes that actually worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just as a whole, these these two sequels just letdowns. Um, so yeah, I don't recommend. Them. I recommend the first one. See Feast. It's amazing. Yeah, Henry Rollins, Jason Mewes, Clue uh, uh, Gulliger, like I said. Uh, there's a, a whole... Uh, 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 Jonah Friedmeier, is that his name? Jonah Friedlander? Yeah, G- Friedlander. He's in it. Uh, or Ju- Judah, Judah Friedlander. Judah Friedlander. Yeah. He's actually, he actually makes a cameo in two or three. I forget. They blend together. But wow. It's a weird he, flashback. He's oh, having, I was going to say, he's he having, was, like, he gross, super died in the first He's one. having gross <laughs> face melty sex with a girl. It's oh really, my gosh. Yeah. The amount of poop jokes, vomit jokes, fart jokes, and, gi- and aliens with giant dick jokes. And and cum jokes and cum in jokes the first like one. <laughs> well like I said in the first movie they work in the second movies it's there's there's a whole twenty minute block of nothing but like poop jokes one after another sounds like my it kind of movie just, <laughs> it just doesn't work like it it was funny the first time and then you're like oh why are they doing this oh a third time a, f- a fourth time good lord like what are you doing yeah that's shitty so uh, <laughs> anyway bring us back up here tell oh, me about a good okay. movie. Oh, you're, are, are you done? I'm done. Are you I'm done, done talking sorry, about that was a rant. Feast 2 and 3? That was a rant. Jeez, that was, uh, oh, yeah. 16 minutes, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I didn't have a ton of time to watch movies this week because of dad stuff and, you know, all that. Oh, you're, you're, you're back to caring about your kids? I know last episode you said uh, that you weren't, they were neglected. Not, <laughs> not as much as before we started the podcast, but, uh, but definitely a little more. So, uh, I watched, so everything I did watch was kind of in... Uh, preparation for this episode. Okay. Uh, so I watched a lot of clown movies. Uh, so I will tell you what I've been watching, but we can always, you know, once we get into the tofu, talk about them more. Sure. Uh, I watched the first movie I watched, I watched with you, and it is called Clown. And it was one that I was looking forward to watching because the backstory is this guy, uh, John Watts, <clears throat> he made a short, I think back in like 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little while ago. <clears throat> Back in 2010, he, he made he made a short, and it was uh, it was about a guy who put on a clown suit for his kid's birthday and couldn't get it off, and then it turns out that the suit was fusing itself to him for whatever reason. I won't spoil it, but uh, in in the like in the trailer, he said from the master of horror Eli Roth. Eli Roth had nothing to do with it, but he was just he just thought it would be funny. And then Eli Roth saw this short, and he's like, well, that was pretty ballsy to put my name on it. So he's like, what the hell? I'll give the guy a shot. So he produced the actual feature. So they ended up making a, a full-length feature out of it. And uh, I I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah, no, I liked it. I, had, I know my really... wife didn't like it all that much. She was barely paying attention to it, in all fairness. Yeah, that's probably true. But... Um, but uh, John Watts, the director, he—I mean, he—he he mostly did, mostly has done TV. He did uh, our RoboCop remake, mm-hmm. which was that that RoboCop remake. That yeah. was—it was a fan remake that was a shot for shot remake of of RoboCop, which is kind of cool. Uh, he also did Cop Car, and so I want, so I wanted like, to see Cop Car. Being that he has done mostly just a few, like mostly shorts, a few TV episodes. Um, our RoboCop remake, which was just, I mean, it's not really like a feature or anything like that. It was just a fan film. Cop Car and Clown are really his only two big movies. I gotta say, he climbed pretty quickly because he's doing the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. 
which is that's quite a leap. When you told me that, I was I was kind of shocked by it because like holy wow, that guy yeah. his career is like doing all right. Well, he's done. <laughs> you get you get a movie like that, your career is unless you uh, unless you completely biff it. Yeah, but Marvel will not let you biff a movie. That's true. Marvel will take you off the movie before right. you biff it. Well, so I don't know. Spider Man Three kind of sucks. Look at Ant Man. Edgar Wright was directing Ant Man for years. He was attached to it, and they had one. Dis- they had like some disagreements, and Edgar and they put the pressure on him. Edgar Wright goes peace out, and he really? left. Hmm. And so Marvel got what they wanted because let's be honest, Marvel does. They know what they want, and what they want is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not to say that Edgar Wright's wouldn't have been. Edgar Wright's probably would have been amazing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Marvel, you know. Um. So uh, for the cast, Andy Powers, Lauren Allen, Peter Stormare. Is that how you say his last uh, name? Possibly. He was Carlson, the uh, the old man. He's you'd know him probably the best for. <laughs> I, the, every time I see him, I just picture him in the Big Lebowski. He's one of the nihilists. Oh yeah. We believe in nothing, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him without thinking about that. He was also in Fargo and The Lost World. He's he's a pretty well known actor. Um, this movie is weird. It took it. It wasn't released until like three and a half years after it was shot. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I think it was shot in 2012, and then huh. it, and then it was. I think it was released in Europe in 2014, and then it was just released on VOD within the past couple weeks here. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't even have. Yeah, a, it, it doesn't even have a DVD release date here yet. Just strange. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I I enjoyed it though. I thought it was cool, and I would recommend it. Yeah, I, I would too. It was. Uh, we'll probably talk more about it when we get into the second half of the yeah, show here. Yeah, but, for um, sure. Oh, yeah. uh, what else did you watch? Uh, I watched um, something that I've been meaning to watch for a long time. We're both fans of Lucky McKee. Yeah. Um, and uh, he did his second movie was called uh, The Woods. And I've never watched it. I've owned it for a long time. I've never watched it. So I put that in. And uh, I, I really dug it. It was, uh, uh, it's it's weird. Like it Maybe I missed something. But... It doesn't exactly spell out what exactly it's supposed to be. I'm I think that it was about witches. I'm I put 90 90% sure it's about witches. Wasn't the uh you know wasn't the the new Blair Witch movie wasn't that originally like the trailer was released as The, the Woods, Woods. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, that's why I always get confused about this. The fact that there is actually Well, this one was from 2006 okay. and you can definitely you can always tell which is which, not that Blair Witch is going to be released as The Woods, but yeah. this is the one that is uh, co-starring Bruce Campbell, which is the whole reason that I first had heard about, before I even knew about Lucky McKee, I bought this because of Bruce Campbell. Um, and it's funny, he plays, a, he's a, he's just the father, he's like a, just a co-star, uh, you know, featuring Bruce Campbell, mm-hmm. but um, he's awesome in it. He's actually, it's more of a serious horror role for him. Like, he doesn't do anything comedic, doesn't do anything like... It's for a Bruce? Little bit, yeah, it's a little bit different than his normal character, but I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's a little bit younger, because like I said, it's 2006, so this is 10 years ago. Um, but he, he he killed it. The uh, All the actors and actresses in it were really good. I None of them stuck out to me as anybody who was of note, but... Um, like I said, uh, it was directed by Lucky McKee, who did uh, he had, uh, did a segment in Tales of Halloween. Oh, God. I, which just, is, I just looked at it. This is the one about the girls' school. Yes. Okay, all right. It's, it's I weird. knew it sounded was, really familiar. I was watching it, and it's like, it's equal parts, it's equal parts, um, like, Harry Potter, in the sense that they're in this school and people are gifted, mm-hmm. and equal parts, like, The Hallow, or The Woods, or 
like the bad guy. Which was an awesome movie. Yes. When we yeah. do creature features, we'll definitely talk about the Hallow. That was a cool movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I liked a lot. The writing in this was was awesome. The I, I like people online have criticized it for for his directing in it. I thought it was great. Uh, it's 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 a good fall movie. Like you watch it, and it's like the woods are the, the you know the evil creatures. It's it's kind of slowy. It's like it's, just, it's a spooky kind of creepy movie. Yeah, grab a hot mug of apple cider <laughs> with some hot damn in it. Mm. Mm, hot damn. Ooh. Um, but it was good though. I, I recommend it to anybody who is who's into that kind of you know spooky feel good fall kind of movie. And like I said, I think it I, I think it's about witches. I think it's like this. <laughs> it, they don't they don't exact unless I miss something. They don't exactly spell it out. I, I literally just finished it before well, I came here. Here's a fun fact about Mike. Mike, Mike <laughs> absolutely has to watch a movie twice. It happens in order to like fully <laughs> absorb what's going I on. I think the first time that I watch movies, I'm that. just absorbing what I'm seeing, and right. when I watch it again, I'm not paying attention as much to like what I'm seeing, and I'm paying attention to like the the deeper things, or right. or I'm paying attention to dialogue more, or or whatever. Yeah, I, I, it's a problem of mine. <laughs> but well, it's um, like. It's like just re-reviewing it, you know, to, to make sure you catch everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly there's a lot what of it information is. Information you're taking in at once. Well, and there's so many <clears throat> movies with like little things that you don't catch right away anyway. Yeah. So it's good to go back and watch them twice anyway if you have that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I would definitely recommend it. Um, it's it's super good. Uh, next up, we is a movie that we all went to see together. Oh, uh, we were very excited to find out that. Uh, they were. Was this on the the first September first? Oh, maybe. I think I have it on my calendar. It was here. last Thursday, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to see Rob Zombie's new movie, Thirty One, um, which is cool because it was an advanced screening, because uh, it doesn't come out until the sixteenth, I believe. The first. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I think that I think that we kind of had mixed mixed opinions. Yeah. I, I know. Did. I know that my opinion definitely differed from yours. Yep. Uh, what did you think of it, Jay? You know, I thought it was like the uh, had the standard dirty, trashy Rob Zombie feel, like like his other stuff, you know. And um, but s- certain points seemed like they were over redundant, like the uh, like how they like that word. Before we start, yes. before we start, are we, gonna, are, are, are we talking? Uh, are we talking spoilers? <laughs> uh, n- let's try not to with this one since okay. it hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, okay. so, I, so I thought certain parts were seemed like it was tried too hard. I'm trying to think of how to say it without spoiling anything. Like parts that I'm trying to explain. Um, I think I know what you're getting at, and this is the same thing that I said about uh, we were we were talking about um, the holidays. Um, oh, Kevin Smith's Kevin Smith's uh, segment in holidays. Right. It was it was too much Kevin Smith. And it started to get distracting. My opinion on this movie is that this was too much Rob Zombie. There was no like buffer, and it was just it was just it was it was just too much of him. I don't I don't I don't know. And he explained I, that too. He said that in the, well, the yeah, post interview they did. There was a Q and A afterward. Yeah. yeah, and he said this video was just all me. It wasn't about what I cared for anybody else or this that. It was just it was just all me. So well, the, <clears throat> well, the interesting thing about it too is that uh, he talked about yeah, it was all him, but it was it was. Kind of an off-the-cuff idea yeah. because he said he's been trying to get this uh, the bullies of Broad Street. Is that the, what it was? The Broad called? Street bullies. Broad Street it's bullies. It's a uh, it's a hockey movie about um, a, I, I think I'm 
90% sure this is right. It, it was one of the lines on the Philadelphia Flyers back in like the 70s or 80s, I think. Okay. Um, but it was going to be a drama, though. Like this, the Broad Street Bullies movie was going to be like a total departure from normal Rob Zombie movie making, I'm which guessing, I was really excited well, to see. Well, yeah, it'd be great to see if he's got the chops to, to do something like that. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And, and to let him branch out. My guess is that people aren't... Uh, studios aren't backing it or whoever's not backing it is because they're like, well, you're, you're Rob Zombie. Just do Rob Zombie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes and because, no. Well, because the way he explained it was he's been trying to get Broad Street Bullies made for years. Yeah. And then he was talking on the phone with somebody and he's like, I, I bet you I could literally just come up with an idea right now that they would buy it in a heartbeat because it would be... Uh, and, and he said, uh, just off the top of my head... A uh, few people get kidnapped on Halloween. They get stuck in a warehouse. They got to fight a bunch of demented clowns, and, and and they just and then they're like, "Yep, sign us up. Let's my, make this <laughs> son of a bitch." My biggest criticism though is that that's exactly how the movie feels. There's it, that that movie needed to be fleshed out more. Like it was too. It was almost too simple. And like Justin said, it was almost too redundant. Like. They had how many killers were were in those rooms? How many? You know what I'm saying? Like it was the same thing over and over and over and over. Right. And there was really no big payoff at all. I thought it a was lot like, of, it was sorry. it literally was what it was with nothing else. And I thought a you lot know? of it was expected too. Like you know they go into this room and I'm like okay well this is gonna happen you know and then it did in, in quite a few parts in there and and even the fact that it reminded me of a couple other movies that we that we talked about well um, it's like uh, like Running Man uh, right. what was the uh, like Hunger, Hunger Games, Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, right but there was one other one though um, uh, I can't remember what it was though I don't know I forget. Um, but even he said you know he's because the Running Man thing I brought up in the interview with him right well, and he said, I haven't seen Running Man since I was... Yeah, right. Like, I haven't seen it in 15 years. I, I It didn't. Right. It, it wasn't it, even it, my, it, in my head. And it's but even it like, is. It really is kind of like... Right, but it's even like music nowadays. You know, there's so many songs. Well, that song sounds like this song, but there's... It, there's it's just going to happen. It, yeah. it, ha it happens yeah. all the time, you know? It doesn't mean it was on purpose. Um, see, I'm, I'm different than you in that, you know, like, I, I'd almost venture to guess that if you watch this movie again the way you have to watch a movie mm -hmm. a second time to really kind of soak it all in. <laughs> I, you might see other things that you don't really... Because I can deconstruct a movie and appreciate this, the things on a different... Not on a different level from you, but like I can appreciate the different levels of a movie. Like, yeah. Well, I, I so can I, but... I picked out a lot about that movie that I really did like. Like what? That's all like I'm what? saying. Like, give, me, well, give me some examples. Well, first, first and foremost, I got to say, uh, Richard Brake killed it in this movie mm -hmm. as Doomhead. Holy shit. I will he say was, this. When when his character became the focal point. He was the oh, best. Oh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. His, his was transformation scene was was like Devil's Rejects quality Rob Zombie. Yeah. Like like that was an amazing scene. Mm -hmm. I would, and I was into it. Like that whole the, the last the last segment of the movie where he like I said takes the focal point. I got back into it. Yeah. Especially when he got the phone call, right? Yeah. But it, yeah. Oh, God. That's, a, that's an image I'll never get out of my head. Uh. Um, but, but for me, though, but for as good as it was, though, for me, it was like too little too late. Like you had to, you had to, you had to get through all the slog just to get to the good part. And to me, that, that's unbalanced, you know, like well, you could have caught, you could have cut 25 minutes out of that middle part and it would not have made a difference. Uh, it, it wouldn't yeah. have. 
Yeah, it, it those it's really the only purpose that the the middle served was just to introduce you to more psychopaths. Yeah, yeah, which is necessary because that's the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I I do get what you're saying where it kind of it seemed like it dragged a little bit. I don't think I, I, maybe you guys disagree with me. I feel as though not every movie needs to explain everything. Like there can be parts of a movie that you're just like you walk out and you're like, what? who are those guys? Like, and it's kind of a cool feeling. <clears throat> This movie, they did that, but it wasn't cool. Like, it didn't feel right. Like, I wish they would have... You mean with Malcolm McDowell? His char- I, his character and the two women. Uh, I Mel- like- Malcolm McDowell played... This is pretty obvious in, yeah. the, in the trailer, so I'm not really giving any, anything away. But Malcolm McDowell and two other women uh, play these characters who... They're kind of the... They're the people who have... Orchestrated it. Orchestrated this whole <laughs> thing. Abducted these people. And uh, they're the ones that set up this game of 31 and to them that's exactly what it is it's like this this sick game that they bet on and they they dress in these weird victorian costumes with like curly wigs and it's halloween i get it it's halloween night because they do this every year it's on the 31st they dress up i get that part of it but why are they doing it like not every movie needs to explain that but this one i kind of felt like i wanted to know well what this was aaron brought up brought up something interesting because it's like they Something that's really freaky, and we talked about in week one, I think, we talked about Hush. Mm-hmm. And she said the idea, like, when the guy takes the mask off, that's really jarring because you realize he's just a normal dude. And uh, and he suddenly becomes anyone. Like, this is literally anyone that you pass in the grocery store. Somebody that you're sitting next to at a red light could be a psychopath that, on their free time goes and murders someone right so at the end of the movie sorry this is a little bit of a spoiler but at the end of the movie when they're taking off their crazy costumes and getting back into Mm -hmm. their normal street clothes it's it's got that same effect you're like oh this is creepy because these are three very normal people right. who just once yeah. a year do this very sadistic thing his, his, for fun uh, mercedes or whatever and <laughs> right. off and- yeah it's it, that's what's yeah. That, I guess it's pretty I don't creepy. know. I I just wanted a little bit. I think I don't. I didn't necessarily need a total explanation, mm-hmm. but just like a smidge more about them. You know what I'm saying? That. Like yeah. just something to put your put your hooks into, so that so that you like oh these guys are creepy instead of just being like oh these guys they're well they're people. I I don't know who they are. <laughs> you know like yeah. Just something to grab onto. I wish they did that a little bit more. My only my other complaint is that the the five people that get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. When you start the movie, your the characters that are playing the victims should never come across like they could be the killers. <laughs> like they those people they they were very much the way they acted is the exact same way like the family from Devil's Rejects acted. Right. They oh, were just a yeah. trashy family. Like so we've seen this well, in Rob Zo- yeah, we've I mean, seen this in Rob, Rob Zombie Zombies. movies before and those characters are the characters that end up being that cast in those roles. Where in this one, it's like I don't feel bad for these characters at all. Well, I, I, I thought them. they were the I killers as well. When they, yeah, that, that oh, was, really? yeah, I kind of well, I mean, they're they're not to not to say that all carnies are like dirty bees, <laughs> but they were carnies. They were sure they were just supposed to be kind of trashy. Not you, carny. Not you, Carney. I know you're listening, but <laughs> well, I think this is this is what I was going back to though about how it was too much. Ro- it was well, too like, much zombie. Like, he put too much you're into like, every character. But also with them a- acting the way they act, you're like, I don't really feel sorry for you exactly. because you, I, you're kind of annoying, and I kind of hate you already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I, along that same lo- lines, like the way uh, 
not to give out any characters or who names or what did what, but certain characters played that same role like they were the bad person even further on in the movie, like, well, come and get me because I'm going to kill you. Let's go kill him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it seemed yeah. like, like they were, instead of not the scared person that you want to jump in and, and catch your breath for, you know? It right. Was, it's yeah, I, I think well, it was more like just a battle movie between two groups of bad people. Yeah, like and all, and, and, and the certain parts. But but there's I mean there's some that that kind of will to survive sort of thing where you become a fighter is cool right. in a lot of movies. But it, it was a little gung ho in this one where it was a bit over the top. I'll, yeah, and, and, and I think it was too much over the top, personally. <laughs> um, but and like, like I don't know, like with these with these characters, you have the um, I don't know the actor's name, and to be honest with you, I forget the actor the, the character's name. But the the African American guy in Thirty One, yeah, he was the same character that Ken Forey played. Uh, it, it was the same. It was like the same character written, just a different person. Yeah, and, like, actually, and, that's, you know, and that's what I'm saying though. Like, to, to bring... change change the characters enough. To where it's different, like all like zombie style was was up 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 up, and now it's just starting to sink back down into itself because he's just doing himself too much. By the way, you know what I'm saying you know what I found kind of weird just to because you mentioned Ken Foray, uh, he never even offered, which is really strange. It seems it seems weird. He never offered uh, Bill Mosley or Sid Haig roles in this movie. I'm okay with that. I'm fine too with him. I, I don't know, but. That would have been, that was, been too was, much. There was a lot of rumors of them turning roles down. But mm-hmm. it was simply just that he didn't offer them roles. But I guess it's not. It's probably not because of like any sort of fight or anything. It's he, 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 wants them. To, he wants to yeah. get some new blood in there. I think, too, like if he, I actually thought that Doomhead could have been Bill Mosley. Like that actor could have been Bill Mosley, sure, and they would have, they both would have been amazing. But mm-hmm. um, oh man, but Richard Brake, he was great. He Dick, was great. Dick Brake, <laughs> he, he did no, uh, he was amazing. I, oh, a couple more things I want to bring up about the cast, uh, just things that I thought were funny. I mentioned uh, the guy from Clown earlier being one of the nihilists from the Big Lebowski. Yeah, Deathhead in this one, the huge German. Was yeah. another one of the nihilists. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I, okay. I, I knew so, he looked familiar, but so I couldn't tell that. from what. <laughs> oh, um, also, I and he had the same voice. <laughs> also, also Elizabeth Daly, <laughs> who played Sex Head. <laughs> I will never look at Tommy Pickles. She's the same again. She's the voice of Tommy Pickles. This this chick, she she walks up in the movie. She's got like a belly shirt on and uh. her like ass hanging out and stuff. And I leaned over to Mike. I was like, you know who that chick is, right? It's like no, it's like that's Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. He's like no. Um, oh, and then one more. You remember Lucky Leo, the toothless? Yeah. You know who that is? No. Tracy Walter. He was um, uh, Bob from Batman. That's how I know him the best. Bob. Look up a picture of Bob the Goon from Batman. Okay. You'll know exactly from the, from who the it, first Batman movie. Yes. I'm gonna look it you'll up right know now. you'll know who it is exactly, but like with his teeth out and stuff like that, it, you would never even know it. But I saw him and I was like, I recognized him. I was like, that is somebody, that is somebody who I I definitely know. So I looked it up. I was like, no way, he doesn't even look the same. Oh my god! Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So click that up. Is um, is he the one? Is he the one oh, that yeah. kills? No. No, he's when they first pull up in the van and she says, like, would you see old man? And he says, "I reckon I do." No, no, no. I'm talking in Batman. In oh. Batman, is he? Is he? I, I recognize him. I'm having a 
I think, hard time recalling the original Batman movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. But I think I think uh, I think Joker asks for his gun. Like he says, "Bob, give me my gun." And Bob pulls the gun out of his coat, and then he immediately shoots Bob with his own gun. Okay, I remember yeah. seeing now. Yep, yep, that's that's oh, <laughs> that's crap. where I know him from. He's he been in a lot of other stuff, but <laughs> I I I gotta imagine that he's had dentures for a long time. Oh, I have to he looked him. haggard. Um. Yeah, so let's uh, let's move on because yeah, we've been talking um, about that for a long time. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything else? No, I'm. Uh, that's like I said, I've been watching a lot of stuff. Nothing else that was too important to talk about, though. Uh, I did watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but we can talk about that well, while yeah. we get into the tofu. What you, Jay? Have you watched anything? Uh, nothing new this week, actually. No. no. All right. Nothing worth uh, worth worth writing about. Jay's just been on those ones and twos, just. <laughs> putting out gold records. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. Today um, we're today we're talking about clowns uh, and creepy clowns. I want to ask you guys, uh, yeah. what what is it about clowns that you think scares people? Why do people find clowns scary? If you would have asked me this question twenty four hours ago, I would have had a different answer. Really? Well, tell me both. Um, I would have said before that they're inherently creepy. Just because they they're so happy, it seems unnatural. You know what I'm saying? Like it almost seems like it's so happy. Nobody's naturally that. There has to be something sinister. Like you about must it. be like, psychotic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, however, I for this episode, I rewatched it last night, mm. and I realized after watching, and I've seen this movie tons, you know, tons of times when I was a kid. I haven't watched it though, probably in a few years, and I watched it with a real critical eye this time. And, um, yeah, I think most people are afraid of clowns because of it in the same way that people were afraid to go in the water because of Jaws. You think so? Yes. Like, as an adult, and even after seeing this movie, like I said, more than more than a few times, as an adult, I'm re-watching it and I'm absorbing it. I'm paying you know more close attention to it. Pennywise is creepy as hell. Like, mm-hmm. he's terrifying. He's absolutely here's, here's terrifying. Here's the thing, though, is, uh, and, and this will kind of come up. Well, are we talking about it now? I mean, sure, like, are we yeah, going to get yeah. into the remake and stuff? We'll get there. Because he, here's the thing. To look at a picture of Pennywise, there's nothing there's nothing overtly frightening about That's him. That's what it's is the, so terrifying. It's the way Tim Curry played the character. I, so it's not really it's not really Pennywise the clown his appearance that's frightening it's it's Tim but Curry but it is no but it is because you see portrayal. Pennywise the clown and he's all bright colors and he's he looks like your typical circus clown but then he's got these teeth and mm-hmm. like the hands every now and then yeah but and it makes every single clown though that you see with those bright colors they you automatically think of that and that makes them terrifying. But it's because my, he's so my point unassuming. Is, my point is when you see just Pennywise the clown without the teeth and without the the hands, that's it's not he's not scary. Well, yes, well, well, he's scary because of the way, like you said, Tim Curry portrays him though. Right, and that's what I'm saying though. It's like it's it's like um, biting into a chocolate covered razor. <laughs> it's awesome on the outside and then but inside is like this terrifying thing and that's what clowns look like to me let's say an apple with a razor in an it apple because with a razor. who the sure. hell would bite into a chocolate covered <laughs> no. razor you wouldn't know no you <laughs> wouldn't know Halloween all the, time. the same size as a little hershey square <laughs> i i suppose so much thinner <laughs> point is though point is is like it's so unassuming that's why it's creepy because it's i don't know like like 
I guess maybe both of my my before it after it comparisons can mash into one. But yeah, I, I really do think that that movie did it for a lot of people. I think that movie scared the shit out of people, and that's why clowns, especially to our generation, they're as creepy as they are. Do you think there's do you think uh, there's a possibility that it could be John Wayne Gacy though? Could be. I think John Wayne Gacy was a, was definitely a big because that's of it. a because that's a real life serial killer mm-hmm. clown. Like uh, I'm willing to bet that. After all that happened, people started seeing clowns in a much different light. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like people, it's it's kind of with it's kind of like the stuff that's going on in uh, South Carolina right now. Before like, we get into that, before we get yeah, into that, yeah. here's another reason that clowns are so. Oh, is that the original? Absol- the original Ronald McDonald is the most terrifying clown you will ever see in your that life. That is very bizarre looking. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this and you've never seen it, just look up original Ronald McDonald. It's terrifying. Why does he have a cup on his nose? Because he's a fucking creep. That's why. <laughs> weird. Hey, kids, oh. I'm Ronald. It is, it is nightmarish. <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, whoa, Sorry, whoa, I told you. Yeah, I lost my train of thought there. Um, was I saying something way. or were you? No, I, were you, I think you were talking about the remake, right? You're going to uh, go into yeah. the, the It remake. Yeah, so, well... Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it, but at the same time, slightly, you, okay. slightly apprehensive. So this is old news at this point. It was released a few a few weeks ago. But have you seen the what the new Pennywise looks like? Yes. Can you pull it up real uh, yeah, quick? Yeah, I, I have it right here. Here's here's my deal. Um, and it, and it kind of goes back to what I said about the fact that if you just saw a pay, uh, if you just saw a picture of Tim Curry in the Pennywise costume. And you had never seen the movie It, he just kind of looks like a, a you know, unassuming a bozo clown. the clown, which is guy. why the kids get drawn to him because he looks unassuming. But this right here, with Bill Skarsgård dressed up in this like weird Victorian costume, it doesn't with, work with for me. the eagle, with the evil face and stuff. They're trying to make Pennywise look scary as it is, and the right. whole point is, is he's he's a fun, happy clown. He's yep. supposed to be able to lure the children in. And then because <laughs> and then kill their families. No kid, because, no kid would go to that clown. No, you'd see that guy standing like look with this weird backlit fog the, stuff going. Yeah, like, why does he need smoke? And the weird like the, the weird Victorian <laughs> costume and how it's all fitted it just, and stuff. And, like and, it, and it's in very drab colors. They they this they well, basically. I got it. Like I'm, his hair is gonna be flaming. I, this whole thing is gonna be. I don't know. Is it's going it, to be brighter I don't know colored. that it is. It's not going to be that drab. This is, but this is the picture they released. This is what Pennywise looks like. I don't think they're going to change it well, for the movie. You can tell from the, the light up here that there is actually, like, his there's, hair is orange. Yes, there's going to be, his hair is going to be orange, but that doesn't mean that the colors in his costume are going to be vibrant. I think they're going to be dirty, faded colors. Yeah. And that doesn't work. No. That's It's not unassuming, which is the whole reason why Pennywise was terrifying. Right. Um, and, and another thing that I hate about it is that uh, Skarsgård mm-hmm. looks like that that damn kid from Gotham that I hated. Well, and here's the thing: I uh, hated that kid. I originally his I, face annoys me. I originally told <laughs> well, it looks like he's always making a mean face. And I originally told you that I thought he was the one that was supposed to play Pennywise, but mm-hmm. I was I was getting him mixed up with uh, Will. Will Coulter or Will Poulter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Will yeah. Poulter. He's the guy that was up before before Scar-Scar, Will Poulter right? was originally supposed yeah. to play uh, Pennywise, but he dropped out when uh, Carrie Fukuna- Fukunaga yeah. dropped out, 
which he dropped out because of budgetary issues and because of a uh, uh, a, a difference in in artistic direction. Okay. They said that he's uh, is from from what I heard. Some uh, Will Poulter said something about he really supported Carrie Fukunaga's uh, like his vision, his dark, gritty vision for it. But the thing is, like with uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, but Andres Muschietti, 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 scary enough to me. Uh, the the guy who directed Mama. Okay. Uh, look at Mama. Yeah, that was very dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. I I loved that movie. The, yeah, but and 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 I can I can see where he would do a really good job. I don't everything like Kerry Fukunaga. I think has done mostly drama. I don't know. I don't his, really I don't think that history, he's. So. I don't. I I don't know a ton about him, but I don't really think he's done much horror. Correct me if I'm wrong, or we'll correct ourselves next week. And if maybe we're wrong. that's and and he's the one who's currently attached to it, right? Uh and. Andres Muschietti <laughs> is the guy who did Mama. Yeah, he's currently attached. He's currently attached to it. So, and what that tells me though is like this version of Pennywise, and I have to imagine the rest of the movie. It looks, it, it just it looks like what Hollywood always does in every remake and everything. Like they just make everything dark. They make everything look drab because that's creepy. And well, like it's it it's just, like they're it's, missing the point. It's like they think the crowds are stupid. So instead of instead of there being like really subtle horror, subtle scares mm-hmm. and tension, instead it's like of, they have to spell it out for they everyone. have to spell it out. They have to cheapen it with like jump scares, and 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 basically just ruin it. Yeah, and who knows? It, this remake it could be good. It it could be yeah, good. Could be good. <laughs> but but I'll, I'll reserve judgment. But as of right now, I'm I'm not thrilled at the direction it's going. I got to be honest. I'm uh, I'm not thrilled. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely oh uh, another person that's going to be in it who should be no surprise uh, Javier Botet oh is he really yeah the guy who played Mama in uh-huh. Mama uh-huh. which that doesn't, shouldn't surprise oh, you because so he's creepy. amazingly creepy mm-hmm. the things that he can do with his he's I can't remember what the disease yeah. he, well he has I think he has Marfan syndrome. I think he has I Marfan think, syndrome, and right, then he yeah. also has something else where, like, he can dislocate his joints and stuff. Yeah, he's like this super can, tall, skinny guy. And he can, he's he's very, all weird. Have you ever seen tall. Mama? Uh. Uh-uh. Like when you see him move in the movie Mama, you would think that it was all CG, but it's actually him moving his body in all these weird contorted positions because he can like dislocate his elbows and stuff and wow. spin his arms all around. It's really frightening. But he's playing, they're actually, like, you know how, in, in, well, you just watched it ye- yesterday? Uh, it, yeah. So, you, there's uh, the scene with the werewolf and the mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are gone. I think those are going to be gone in the new movie. And which, gonna... which, which, to be honest with you, well, I'm okay with that. In the book, it takes on... Multiple forms. Like, ten as different forms or something. As long as they replace those, just because those aren't there doesn't mean they're not going to replace them with something maybe a little bit more modern, which I'm okay with. Well, Javier Botet. <clears throat> is it Botet or Botet? I, 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 I think I've it's Botet. Um, he's going to be playing the homeless leper, as far as I know. Okay. Which I think uh, he's I think he's encountered under a bridge or something. I've never... Re- I've, I've, I've read, like, half the book. I've never read the actual book. Oh, so is, oh here, here's here's what I'm wondering if <laughs> if this is gonna be like a, a a modern retelling and really really gritty and realistic. There's one scene from the book that I'm I'm really wondering if it's gonna be in the movie. 
which is the gangbang. There's a gangbang. You in the know, book? in the in the book, the kids all gangbang, right? Who? You know how there's <laughs> you know how there's how many how many how many boys are there? Um, the young boys. Four I think or there's five? six because there's seven. There's seven total. So oh, seven total. So there's six boys, one girl. You know how in the movie they, they gangbang in that O'Toole. <laughs> you know how you know how in the what? movie you know how in the movie they all take a hit. Superman uh, would be pissed. You know how in the movie they all take uh no uh, uh, no the young the kids yeah is it, it well Annette O'Toole plays the grown up version of that character no yeah so the, the children and she plays you know Superman's the, mom on Smallville sh- <laughs> shut up for a second you know how in the movie they all take a hit off the uh, the inhaler yeah. To like, yeah, to bring them together, to bond them together. Yeah. Uh, in the book, that scene, instead of them all taking a hit on the inhaler, they all take a crack at the girl. Are yeah. You kidding me? Mm-hmm. And it's very graphic. <laughs> I remember Greg, my friend Greg, was reading it, and he's like. I don't know if you I'm... got you got to see what I just read and you read it to me. I was like, "Oh this. my god, Stephen King, you dirty bird!" Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So, well, actually, on on that topic though, it was weird when I when I rewatched the movie. I things I just had you know you when you've seen a movie a whole bunch of times and you rewatch it, mm-hmm. you realize like you pick up on things that you just never realized before. Like for like for example, I always knew that Seth Green was in that movie. Yeah, I had no memory of him, even though I knew it. And that's because Seth Green is not Seth Green in that movie. Hmm. Like he seems like like it was like an alien that took over Seth Green's body and acted complete, sounded different, acted different, looked different. You mean an actor changed the way they spoke and looked? Seth Green has not done that in his adult film life at all. <laughs> oh, um, they're, in the, they're in the main fridge. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> we need beers out of the other fridge. Um, no, like he. Um, if you're going, I'll I'll take one. But yep, uh, no, if here, um, here. like Seth Green's character in this movie, I was like, oh my god, that's Seth, that's the character he plays. Like I knew he was in it, but it just never clicked with me. Right. Um, there's a bunch of people in that movie that I didn't realize, you know, who were who. Uh, like I said, Annette O'Toole. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I, I I knew she was in it. Didn't realize that she played one of the main characters. Um, but one of the things that really caught me off is is when, uh, when the when all the characters are re uh, like reconvening as adults when they all call each other and they get back together in that Chinese restaurant. Right. What's weird is that she's the only girl in the group, right? And when she sees all the people, she gives them all like really like close hugs and whatnot. And then two of the guys, she like romantically, passionately kisses them. As well, friends. Well, doesn't it make more sense now that you know that in the book they it's they shared a bit of a deeper Was there a deleted connection. scene somewhere that we didn't? <laughs> and that and call me crazy if she was gang. Did, okay, in the book, did she want to get gangbanged? Yeah, yeah. Or was it more of like a rape situation? No, 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 not okay. a rape. It's it's uh it's it's very much consensual. Okay, okay. And uh, there's there's a pretty, what's what's the the bigger kid's name? Like the the heavy set uh, kid's name. Um. um no, Eddie's the Stan. I I can't Stan? remember. I forget. I can't remember. I haven't seen it in in a few years. But uh, in the book, she uh, Stephen John John Ritter's oh Mr. King yeah uh, yeah it's John, John Ritter. Ritter's character is, Steve, right. is that Stephen I can't remember dude I forget too but uh it's it's it it says in the book how 
how the the big kid was the one who like pleasured her the most. But he and he, <laughs> it's well, very awkward. But that to makes read. sense though because he was the one that wrote her the poem mm-hmm. and the letter. He well, yeah, her, he so was in love with sense. her, right? So in in a weird gangbang sort of way. <laughs> You know. Is he one of the ones that she passionately kisses? Yes. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. So it's kind of... him and... Well, she, no, no. No, I'm sorry. The one that she really passionately kisses is Jonathan Brandis' character. Uh, grown up. Mm-hmm. Which, I gotta be honest with you. Off topic a little bit. I was a Sequest kid. Sequest yeah. was my Star Trek when I was growing up. <laughs> it was. I do every Sunday... Family TV time, we would watch Sequest. Like, that the was one with Roy like Schneider. A, like a talking dolphin or something? Yes, yeah. yes. Oh my God, <laughs> even I forgot about that. Amazing. <laughs> um, but that was that was, that was was my show growing up. And I got to be honest with you, Jonathan Brandis, whether he was a kid or he was adult, was never a good actor. <laughs> He's terrible. He's awful. He's not good. <laughs> Don't speak ill of the dead. I'm not. Sp- listen, listen, I'm sure he was a fantastic human being. Hey, did you ever see Ladybugs? No. He was awful he was, right <laughs> he was awful yeah he wasn't good <laughs> he's really not a good actor though you watch me guys help me you like like he's you killed georgie you bastard <laughs> yeah he's not believable at all you know they were actually talking or well i think it was more of a fan idea than than uh than an actual idea for like from the directors or anything like that but they were calling for they they wanted the children who played the the people who played the kids' parts in the original to play the grown-up parts now. Oh, okay. Because, uh, as far as that I know, as awesome. far as I know, the remake is actually coming out twenty-seven years later really? than the original. And in the and in the the book and in the movie, it returns every twenty-seven years to feed. Yeah. Yeah. So it would make perfect sense. Like the child actors from back then would be twenty-seven years older. They would oh, be perfect dang. for the parts. But for... Jonathan Brandis had to go and mess it up. Well, hey, <laughs> that's mean. I'm sorry. It's... Anyway, uh, yep, moving right along. So we could we could talk about it uh, forever, but we're yeah, not, we, we're not going to. We could. Um, um, <clears throat> you know what? Another creepy clown movie is that we weren't even when we were discussing movies that we could talk about. I didn't even, it wasn't even on my list, but it's totally true. Is And we both loved it was The Houses That October Built. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. I'm sorry. I'm, we will go right back to that. Can we're, I just. We're going to rewind, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to rewind to it <laughs> one more time because I forgot to talk about this. How much are they kicking themselves in the ass, the studio, for just shooting down the Duffer Brothers? Oh, my God. Because. They well, sh- they shot them down because they weren't established enough. Yep. And then the Duffer Brothers went and made Stranger Things. Yep. Which is so far, as far as I can tell, I still haven't finished it yet because I, <laughs> I haven't had time. But a mat like an like it's it's a masterpiece. And if they're gonna remake it, instead of doing this gritty Hollywood over the top remake crap, mm-hmm. they should have done it. 80s throwback style, the way Stranger Things is, and here's the, and the and, Duffer and, Brothers would have been perfect. And here's for the it. funny thing about it: they can the Duffer Brothers from doing the It remake, mm-hmm. but then they hired one of the child actors the from Stranger Things, Finn Wolfhard, <laughs> and it's because they saw him. Yep. In Stranger Things, Duffer Brothers got under be the direction of the Duffer Brothers. pissed. Oh, dude! I well, no, because they're. They're cashing. Well, they're cashing now, but they gotta be. It's like first you, you no, because you, first here's, you cast because, the project, because and then you the, steal our actors. Because here's the you. thing. Because here's the thing. It 
may tank because uh, because remakes typically wow. suck, and their show is going to continue continue to be amazing. That being said, that being said though, this isn't technically speaking. This is not a remake of a feature film because it was never a That's feature true. film. That's true. It was a TV this is a, film. This is the first feature length film being made out of it as far as actual movie because the other one was a miniseries yeah it was a tv miniseries <clears throat> right so yeah so anyway i'm sorry for interrupting you but i i felt that was very important no 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 up. yeah 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 um so yes the house is that october built so good it was amazing and mike and perfect, i and this is the perfect time of year to watch it yeah so, I think we watched it this time of year last year. Probably. Mike, Mike, and I have—I think we explained this before. We have a, a soft spot, a very large soft spot in our hearts for found footage movies. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. What? What did you think a I was very talking? Large about? soft spot. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we love. Uh, we do love found footage which uh i know unhealthily I'll, I'll, yeah a lot of people trash on it but like we said if it's done <clears throat> right it's it's fantastic and this was one of those ones that was done right yeah the uh the ending made me just i'm not gonna give it away but the ending yeah i was just like oh i will say this all, about, all, about all this particular movie though i will say it's done right but it's done right <clears throat> in certain spots the entire movie is not the best found footage movie I've ever no. seen, but it has enough highlights to to put it, you know, in the good list. It was like just just as you were kind of like, okay, what's going on here? Then something awesome would happen. Then a creepy like, girl with a porcelain doll mask comes on. But don't give it away. Oh, it's the creepiest scene. You're I right. I'm not going to give it away. I, I want to watch wanted... the movie and wait till the porcelain doll scene comes aboard the bus and just be prepared to liquid shit your pants it's so bizarre <laughs> and the thing is like it, it it happens and you would expect it to be like the horror would just continue from there but the thing that's the thing that's so jarring about it is it happens and then and then they cut to the people just talking about what just happened uh, they're yeah, like what was that it's, so it's because you expect like very you realistic. expect after she does that she's just gonna like everybody's gonna start dying and you're yeah. like oh gosh it's it, going down and then and everyone's and then, just left to look at each other and the the dialogue's very realistic I will give that movie that yeah and well I have I, I'm sure it was one of those with a lot of found footage it's basically you have uh, an outline of what the scene is supposed probably, to be and then you just go yeah. for it you yeah. know yeah so. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you haven't seen that, that is that house still is, is that still on Netflix? I don't know. I can actually I, find. I out. think it is, but if it's still on Netflix, definitely check it out. It, it was a pretty. It, it was right a pretty now. fun watch. You need to carry this for a second. <clears throat> oh jeez, I can't. <laughs> no, putting uh, you on the spot. Um, well, I also watched uh, Killer Clowns from Outer right, Space. Of course, you did. Uh, because I hadn't seen it in years, and my goodness, my goodness, so good. It was fantastic. Like, I forgot how much I love that movie. I, I love the idea of... Have you ever seen it, Jay? Which one? Kill, Killer, 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 Killer Clowns Sorry, from Outer... Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's so it's so good, because, like, the thing about clowns and the, and the kills that they come up with, they're always, like, super inventive. That's what I like about it. Uh-huh. You know, like the uh, like they like the the chick opens the door in her like little negligee mm. or whatever, like <laughs> sipping on some wine, and the, one of the clowns is. St- First of all, if you open the door and there was a gigantic clown, 
like a seven foot clown standing there. I'd be closing my door. Um, yeah, you close your door, but she's, but <laughs> no. she's, but she might be a little, uh, a little tipsy from her rosé, and you know she's, oh pizza, somebody ordered pizza, but then it's a stack of pizzas this high. <laughs> but then he, the he's, top doing, opens. he's doing a stack of pizzas about a foot and a oh, half yeah, tall. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like six or seven pizzas stacked on top. You and then you guys this high. And then you know, the, <laughs> you know about yay big? No, and then the top just opens on one of them, and one of the clowns, like, pops up out of the pizzas <laughs> and shoots her with a ray gun. It's so good. And just the fact that, like, the... Uh, they, when they when they, when they they kill them, they wrap them in cotton candy. They wrap them like, in... It's... They shoot guns that are filled with popcorn, except for the popcorn <sighs> turns into other little alien, mm. like, uh, like plant clowns. The, it's incredible. I, I need to point out that Chiodo's brothers did an absolutely... Well, impeccable job. Well, you're saying you're saying the name of the horrible band. It's the Chiodo Bros. Oh, sorry, sorry, Chiodo Bros. The Chiodos, Chiodos <laughs> Bros, are the terrible band from Detroit. Sorry, can I say that? You, well, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, like. I know that you don't want to offend. No, I don't people care. From, I, don't, I, I don't know any of them. Y- you might have liked them. I we didn't. Know people did you like do. them? Uh, I liked some of their stuff. Yeah, I never, I, just, got, I never got really big into them. But I don't know. I was like, I, I guess okay. Back back then, I might. <laughs> it, it wasn't something. It just wasn't something that I that I listened to and became a fan of. Like I I you know I got into the uh, I e- liked them the emo screamo stuff as much as anybody else, and I can still listen to it. It's just as I'm getting older, I realize how ridiculous it all is. Yeah. You know what? It's like, not, oh, not, like, not to like get this off topic. next song is about the about the heart tattoo that I have on my arm because I literally wear my heart on my sleeve for not, you people. Not to get off, not to get like off topic, but I think that I can still enjoy it because I don't give a shit about lyrics. It's funny being a singer, being <laughs> yeah, a singer, we the know. guy who writes. Shut up. No, the guy who like 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 I just don't care that when I listen the to guy music who, though. The guy I who like, writes lyrics. I, I just like the way that it sounds, I'm and doing, it's still sort of appealing to me. I like I'm it. Do, still, I'm but. doing air quotes when I say lyrics <laughs> in regards to the lyrics that Mike writes. Hey, Sh- slightly off topic, but about your your heart wrist tattoo. Yeah, I saw the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that I just made fun of it. Oh. <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> what a hypocritical douchebag I am. The, uh, b- before the used was big, they were here in Detroit doing a show at a smaller local venue, and this, this guy with long hair comes up to me and goes, What's up, dude? He's like, What's up? He's like, My name's Bert. I got my name tattooed on my knuckles right here. See that? <laughs> He's like, I'm in a band. We're playing here. And there's only like six people at the show. And there really? was when the Taste of Ink came out. Or, not, or that, the uh, uh, which album was well, that? Well, it was the self titled album. The self titled, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and they were playing that whole entire album there, and it was, really? and it was before it was and like went radio to it? hit. Yeah, I was one of six people standing right at this stage. No. Like, oh my that's gosh. awesome! That's awesome. But he had his name tattooed right on the knuckles there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I never noticed that before. Um, um, yeah. Oh, so you were say, the, you were saying? Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent about the Chiodos Bros. Hey, you what, love them. I get it. You're talking about the Chiodo Bros. The Chiodo Bros. Yeah. Uh, they did all the uh, the effects and whatnot for uh, Killer Clowns. And well, also direct Steven Chiodo That's right, he did direct well. that. That's right, yeah. that's right. Which they're mostly though. they're mostly known for their effects. Yeah, their effects guys. But like that uh there was actually it's funny, they're uh, they, they were on one of the podcasts I listened to and they talked about how they've been wanting to make Killer Clowns too for a long time. And they can't get it made. Yeah, the uh Killer Clowns from Outer Space three D or so, something. Yeah, Return so of the Killer Clowns yeah, from Outer it's, Space three D something. Yeah. And I'm sure it would be amazing, oh, but they can't s- get it made though. 
be spectacular. How? In Why? This day and age, in this day and age of crowdfunding and everything else, you would think. I mean, come on, Super Troopers Two is happening because of crowdfunding. Uh, Put Killer Clowns Two up. I guarantee you, it gets funded. Thirty-one was crowdfunded. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, it was first. Uh, first zombie film that oh, was crowdfunded. Well, I'm that, like, <clears throat> I don't know, like. Just do something. You can get this made. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, uh, like, they had a they had a two million dollar budget for Killer Clowns, and that all went. That's to, it from back then. It was two million dollars, wow. but literally all of that went to production because because they made all of the clown costumes and did all the effects. They probably did. They did all that for free. For free. Yeah, that's true. That's why it looks so good for such a ridiculous, yep, like, yep. shitty film. Not shitty, but sense. you know what I mean. No, no, I, no. Well, shitty in the in the term in the sense of. It, it was a low budget. It was a low budget. It's just a, movie. Yeah, it's just like, a ridiculous yeah. movie, but it looks great. There's no studio behind that, <laughs> right? Oh, by the way, uh, the my favorite my favorite line from the movie, which I'm gonna have Ju- Justin put in here because I think it's so funny, is uh, it comes from uh, Kurt Mooney. What should I say? I, it? I'm, I'm not gonna say it because then. God. Huh? God. <laughs> I know I know which line you're talking about. We mentioned earlier. I got it queued up already. You want me to play it? Yeah, yeah, yeah play do it. it. All right, here we go. Killer clowns from outer space. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. Classic. Oh, uh, I honestly I thought he was the best part of the entire movie. Yeah. I was I kinda <clears throat> I kinda forgot about his character. I'm partial to the clowns. I gotta say, you what? I'm partial to the clowns. Um, I, I another thing I forgot to bring up was uh, uh, so the Chiodo Bros, well known for their effects, they did a few of my favorite movies. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> yes. Which is by far the best Ernest movie <laughs> that there is. And actually, a couple of the clown, a couple of the masks from Killer Clowns were used in Ernest Scared Stupid. Really? Yeah, they took them and repurposed uh, them. If you're if you're under the age of like twenty, and you've never seen the Ernest movies, do yourself a favor. Do Watch yourself them. a favor, Vern. You know what I mean, Vern. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean, Vern. R.I.P. Jim Carrey. I mean, twenty was at a good age. Do you think people under the age of twenty haven't seen them? Uh, yeah, prob- probably I mean, not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I t- around there. But uh, I, it's probably even probably even old, older than that, don't yeah, you think? Still, we're like thirty-one now. I'll give our age. It's, <laughs> it's probably people <laughs> under the age of twenty-nine. Uh, so good. Um, they also did such a good Halloween movie, though. They also did the Critters series, which if you if you look at it, you can kind of you can see. I mean, obviously between the similarities, you, you know what? the similarities between uh, Ernest Scared Stupid and killer clowns are obvious because they reuse some of the masks yeah but if you what, what, they, you, didn't, got, what you didn't see is when he said critters my mouth went agape i'm like oh my god but ah! i didn't make a sound so no like, i that's i i guess i've never really looked into the Chiodos bros chioto 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 bros uh, <laughs> uh I've, I've never looked into their filmography i guess deep enough uh-huh. i just didn't know that though yeah i guess i i think of them and i think of killer clowns and that's that's it which is stupid but yeah, no, they because clearly they've done tons of other stuff. Uh, they were also puppeteers on Team America. I did know that. Yeah, I actually did know that. Yep. So that's uh, some fun facts about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another movie that we mentioned earlier that I'd I'd like to talk about because we both love this movie, Stitches. Oh, Stitches. Did we mention that? Did, oh no, 
Because you no. said that you said that. No. Oh, this, uh, here gotcha. I am doing. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, well, wait, we'll get back to stitches. Oh. What you mentioned was clown. Oh, we did mention clown. Yes. Oh, that's what we were talking about no. that we said we would come back to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so clown. Well, uh, what did I, you? I, I I can't really remember what I said about it. Go ahead. No, no. Well, I, that movie was cool because I it did something that I'd never seen before, and that was it. it I mean, you've you we've seen clowns mixed with supernatural before because that's mm-hmm. that's what it is. Honestly, that's what we mentioned. Stitches, stitches is supernatural too. Yeah. You know, a lot of these clown movies have that type of uh, aspect to them. Clown though was in. Not that it's necessarily different, but it, what's different about it is that a guy puts on a costume, turns into a clown. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns into a a cloin. <laughs> a cloin. Not a clown. This is the first movie that I've ever seen that gives a backstory, though, to the clown that makes it super fucking creepy. It was believable, too. Oh, absolutely. Because I actually, I didn't I didn't look it up, but I actually found myself wanting to look it, it up, could like, be real, is, yeah. is, this, is this Norwegian tale of, like, how the clown, because, uh, I guess, I'm, should I spoil it a little bit here? I kind of want to tell you can't, Jay. You can't really spoil, you can't really give the synopsis, the full synopsis without spoiling it a little bit. Yeah, it's um, it, it's essentially one. I think it gives it away in the trailer, but it's it, it's essentially like the skin, like what this guy thinks is a clown costume and a wig, is the skin and a hair of a of a demon. Mm-hmm. And in Norwegian f- folklore, these uh, creatures used to live up in the in the woods, and they would come down and feed on children. Those draw children out from the villages or whatever and feed like, on them. Like they it would eat five children every uh, for every month of the summer or something. For like every that. month of the winter, I think it or was. Or winter, whatever. Yeah, but, like five yeah. children, one for every month of the winter. And so this guy puts it on, and then it starts to like fuse to his body, and he starts becoming this demon. It's cre- it's, it's creepy though, because like it's it's like the personalities start to jump back and forth. Or one second he's like this, the the. The the creature, other second he's the human. Like it's 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 really creepy. It reminded me of uh, as silly as this is because this this is a, it's such a silly movie compared to such a classic horror movie. But mm-hmm. um, it reminded me of the fly kind of. Did you <laughs> did you just kill a fly as I said that? I did just catch a fly. Wow, that's cool. Help try to get me! That Help me! <laughs> it, it reminded me of the fly because there's like this. There's like the this uh, constant struggle between the man inside the creature and the creature trying to take over. Yeah. And that's exactly what clown was. It's a tale as old as time. Right? Or metamorphosis. Beauty if you wanna and the if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna get even a little crazier with it. It is, was, it is. Is that Kafka? Kafka. Franz Kafka. I don't know what you're talking about. The metamorphosis. I still don't know what you're talking oh, about. You un- <laughs> I don't know what you're talking You uncultured swine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, never mind. Sorry. So uh, that's what I thought was really cool about it. It took, it took like a really simple, silly idea, idea. Yep. and gave, it some, and the short and gave film, it some depth. The short film that was based on was super effective too. Usually when you see the, like usually always the short film is way more effective than the full movie. Yeah. Um, Mama, for example. That, the short Swoon. film for Mama, I think was... Was it Mama? Yeah. Well, I, I really... I think the short film for Mama was way more effective than the actual movie. Really? Yeah, I do. Really? I think it was creepier. I mean... It, it was you, it was lower budget. They didn't have a lot to work with. And sometimes... That, and you only get kind of a that, taste of the ghost. Like it's, and in that you cruelty, just, it's just 
way more realistic and yeah. way more creepy. No, I, I see what you're saying, but I really did like the movie. Yeah. Like, I thought I thought they did a, a good job of creating a backstory for why the ghost is the way she is and stuff like that. But yeah. Anyway, back uh, on, we're not back talking on about ghost stories, um, are we? No. Um, but no, Clown was Clown was awesome. Uh, we can't really say much more about it without giving stuff away. But um, if you're in the mood for a good There's, this was this movie. was another this was another one where <laughs> my poor wife I I we we sit down to watch it <laughs> and I I think I I think I even prefaced the movie with there's gonna be there's probably gonna be some kid killing in this one and then there's. <laughs> Just so much kid killing. I'm like, sorry. The movie literally revolves around eating children. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Aaron. Uh, um. So stitches. We didn't bring stitches. up stitches earlier, but let's do it now because so good. Yeah. I rewatched it. Did you? A couple days ago. Yeah. And um, was it just as good on the second pass? Um. Honestly, I thought it was funnier the first time. Really? Yeah. Remember when we when we watched it the first time, we were. We were rolling. We were dying laughing at this movie. Mm-hmm. Second time through, it was funny. It still had its parts. But I'm, what I'm realizing is that it wasted a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what, what, do you want to give the, the rundown of it real quick? Uh, so Stitches is about this uh, clown who he's he's kind of just a sort of a piece of crap person. <laughs> but but he does his job. He, he goes and goes to children's parties. He's usually hung over when he goes to parties and stuff so he goes to this kid's uh mike just left the room so i i don't remember exactly but is it his 11th birthday i'm still here is it his 11th birthday that he goes to yeah something like that you yeah. know i put more beers in this cooler right i was asking oh, you for beers look at that breaking the fourth um, wall again <laughs> <laughs> that's this whole show is breaking the fourth wall what are you talking oh, yeah. about There's we're no, talking we're just tearing down the walls okay. how about that uh <laughs> so uh he goes. He goes to a party. Is it the kid's eleventh birthday party? I think so. Yeah. And the kids are uh, um, messing with him. Long story short, there's a fatal accident, and Stitches ends up <laughs> dying, <laughs> in kind of a humorous way. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of horrific. Yep. And uh, uh, so the during his funeral, the kid whose birthday it was, he sees this weird. <clears throat> sort of thing happening with other clowns sort of a ritual that they're performing which around is his grave. creepy as hell by the way yeah it really is like, well, this yeah, is... i mean you see a bunch of clowns gathered together it's i want to see like a straight up horror movie mm-hmm. like, t- like 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 a really scary horror movie based around this clown ritual i think that'd be terrifying uh, aren't we talking about one right now well no because well, stitch is a horror comedy yeah i want to see like an actual horror movie like a like a straight up well, let me let me finish the synopsis yeah. here. So basically, uh, because of the ritual that they performed, Stitches ends up coming back, and at, at like five or six years later, at this kid's seven seventeenth birthday party, I believe. Uh, yes. Which is a rager because his parents are out of town, and then just ends up killing kids in. Like I was saying earlier, when you have clown movies, like clowns killing people, they always kill people in really like funny, sort of inventive ways, using like bike tire pumps and uh, umbrellas and stuff it is like funny. that it's i they could have done more though like i said on the second watch my second watch through mm-hmm. could have done a little bit more some of the scenes uh there's there's a scene where he kills one of the kids by cutting open his head with a can opener and then ice cream scooping his brains out mm-hmm. and it's really long it's a little bit drawn out aren't they cutting back and forth between no or no they're, they're not? not well well they did like once but not enough to to make it 
I don't know. It could have been more effective. Maybe it could have been the editing. Maybe the editing just could have been better, I yeah. guess. But there's there's other scenes where, uh, like, he kills this one girl with a uh, an umbrella, and it, he, she he impales her in the back of the head and pokes her eye out, and it comes towards Jeez. the camera. And then at the very end, though, he, he's like, he goes, getting her from behind, and then. Like, <laughs> Well, uh, I I just want to point out he's not some hick. He's actually English, so it's it doesn't sound like that. Gander from me, but he does. Uh, that's but... that's Mike's equivalent of an English accent. But then a party favorite pops out of his crotch. It's the funniest. It's the funniest damn thing. Uh, one thing that I really liked about this movie, and I think I pointed it out the first time that we ever watched it, is. Uh, it, so in the in the movie, kind of a spoiler here, but uh, his his power sort of comes from this egg, mm-hmm. and it's an egg with his his uh, his face, like his, his likeness painted on it. And this is actually a real thing. Like in in the in the world of clowning, in the Cl- world of clown, clown, in clowning. the world of clowning around, it's it's uh, hey hey, hey tiddlywinks. Is that, is that, is that <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty standard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's considered very taboo to uh, to copy somebody else's paint like uh, like makeup yeah. you know and so in in uh, 1946 in in the UK I think an uh, artist just for fun started painting the likenesses of uh, clowns on eggs on like like blown out eggs like where they you know like yeah. have you ever poked a hole in an egg and blown the yolk out yeah you ever done that no. You've never done that? You've never <laughs> no. blown an egg? <laughs> All right, so he he started... Uh, have paint- you? Yeah. We used to do all- well, you have you- two kids. He's blown out some eggs. <sighs> okay, all right. Da-da. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so th- this is... It, it, it kind of, like, it started off as just kind of a hobby, but then it started uh, as a like way to, on. like, actually <laughs> register your, your likeness. Mm-hmm. And so there's this huge collection of of eggs painted eggs in the uk a lot of the originals were destroyed in an accident but uh they're they're painted to look like clowns and that's kind of how you register your look and i think in the 70s like the late 70s they started doing it in america the same thing and uh so i thought that was cool because like nobody ever really took like that's that's like a bit of history that I don't think a lot of people know really. Until until we watched this movie, I'd never even heard of that. Yeah. Like that and was that was completely foreign to me. It's kind of it's like an informal way of trademarking your look, but as far as I know there was one clown who who actually used his egg likeness to settle a lawsuit because he oh. he sued somebody else for like infringing on his uh <laughs> on his copyright. Look here this egg I got. <laughs> so that's me. But that's, so so that's what I thought was cool. Like it's a really I creepy think, thing to do. Cuz I I knew about it before we watched Stitches and mm. I don't think you did. No, I didn't. So we're sitting there watching the movie and 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 you're like why the hell are all these eggs painted to look like clowns, you know? And and mm. then like after the movie I was like I thought that was kind of cool and I explained it to you. And I just, like, that's something that I don't think you, well, no, you don't ever see in other clown movies. No, you don't. They don't really touch on that. I don't so. think I've ever seen clown, like, ritual even being portrayed in any other movies. I and mean, that's the only movie I've ever seen it in. Well, I think they're, I think they're creepy <laughs> cemetery rituals. They probably don't do that in real life. I'm going to choose to believe that they do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I want them to be creepy. <laughs> well, make make that creepy movie that you were talking about. 
Mm. Go ahead, Mike. There's okay. your there's there your go. there's your uh, your opus. Um, all right. So we've we've all seen tons of clown movies. Yeah. Did you? I'm sorry. One more thing. Did you notice that uh, this is this is a complete IMDb find? I, I'll admit to that real quick. But I think it's kind of funny considering we're both huge nightmare fans, and yes. you're you're a mm-hmm. nightmare fan as well. But the the drug that the kid takes to suppress his nightmares mm-hmm. is hypnosil. Which is the same drug that the kids use in the Nightmare franchise, too. I was about to say, yep. yeah. As soon as you said that, I realized so, it. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I never put those two and two together, but that's cool. Like a cool little shout-out. I wonder if it was done intentionally. Uh, you know? Well, yeah, I'm sure. You got It's got to be, right? So, uh, what were you saying? Well, I was going to say, we've all, we've all watched a ton of creepy clown movies. Uh, if you had to pick a favorite creepy clown from any movie, what do you go to? To your, what do you gravitate towards? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say the uh, the clown from the upcoming It remake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're skipping you, Justin. What's your? <laughs> I, I actually wanted to bring this movie up earlier, and um, we were we kind of spoke about his name off topic a little bit, mm-hmm. but with Gacy. Oh. Did you ever see the movie Gacy? No, I actually have not seen it. There's no, a, uh, it's on Netflix, I, I believe. So I it saw, is, I it, saw is. it on there about a year ago when I it's, watched it. It's the guy from uh, I can't remember his name. It's, it's, it's the guy from it's the, it's the guy from P, it's the guy from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I think so. It's Mark Holton. It, he, it looked it looked like them. The same guy though, right? Right. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he plays Gacy. And you know, throughout the movie, just just like portraying, portraying him. He, he in goes that, to children's in that hospitals that and he's frightening. And uh, you know, portrays a clown at children's hospitals to, mm-hmm. to help the kids. And you know, and then they find all these bodies under his house. And uh, you know, and I'm trying to remember back. I think someone was suspecting it and trying to tell the police about it. But they, but he was such an upstanding citizen that you know they, they were having trouble believing until someone finally uh, showed proof. Wasn't and, uh, Dahmer the same way, like an upstanding citizen, and people didn't? No, I think he was uh, a bit of a recluse. Was he? But he was a nice guy, though. Like nobody no, you're, would have. You're thinking of Ted Ted Bundy. Bundy, maybe I'm thinking like of Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy yeah. is the one that like he, these like, serial killers. They're all the same. <laughs> well, the, well, there is a Bundy uh, a movie on Netflix too, as well. Which I think just called Bundy, if I'm not believing. Is it? I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think oh, you're there's right. a, there's one called Dahmer too. Or was it Dahmer? Well, <laughs> Gacy, Dahmer. They got to get more creative with the one where I, I got to say the one that was meeting guys at bars and taking them home to uh to have made, relations with them. They that's made a Jeffrey documentary, Dahmer, isn't it? I think it was yeah. I think it was Jeffrey Dahmer. And then there was but there was a video on him and it was uh actually I mean seeing all those and seeing the lives of those serial killers like oh yeah portrayed on on film. It's really bizarre. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty creepy. Yeah, I I I I meant to watch uh to get, I met. I've been meaning to watch Gacy. I don't know why I haven't, because like I'm kind of fascinated by serial, serial killers. killers. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's creepy to get into that We're stuff. Not weird. It, I it was swear. a good watch. Well, no, I mean like just to understand the the psyche of a serial killer and like try to get it's, into yeah. what the hell they're thinking. It's just it's just, just the guy right next to you driving next to you in the car. Yeah, shopping exactly. in the supermarket. And the thing, and the, and especially the thing with Gacy being a a clown, a birthday clown, right? Like, could you, could you get any scarier? <laughs> like, that's that's a that's a real life nightmare right, right. there. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Um. My so you my favorite my, 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 my favorite clown. I mean, I'm, I'm probably pretty pretty cliche, but I'm gonna have to go with Pennywise just because that movie was such a 
huge part of uh, my youth. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I think I said a couple episodes ago that me and my friend Greg, like every single time we'd go up to my aunt's house in Caseville, which was quite often, we would rent it and, and just watch the hell out of it. I think we'd watch it like two or three times while we were there, you know? And yeah. So, and I've always just thought Tim Curry was amazing, you know, in that role, like just absolutely killed it. So what about you? Um, for me, honestly, mine, my, I think my favorite clown's not even from like a traditional horror movie, which is, you know, weird, but the movie Spawn. <laughs> violator. The, the clown slash the violator, like John Leguizamo played the fat, creepy clown. I, like, I, I don't know why, like for some reason that clown always sticks with me. I was in the comics as a kid, so maybe that's why, like, but his... I, don't, I always loved that character. Not that he's the scariest or anything like that, but I always just liked that character. Now that I'm thinking about it, like if you if you were to put a huge red nose on him, he would actually look like one of Gacy. the clowns. He would look like Gacy, actually. Oh, no, I was going to say, he would look like one of the clowns from Killer Clowns. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so. Kinda, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Here's one we didn't bring up. What about uh, a... Uh, crap, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, Good choice, Justin. <laughs> yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, Dr. Oh, Captain oh, Spaulding. Captain Spaulding, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 How how did we miss that? We uh, didn't Don't come into this one. Don't you think I'm fucking funny? He's <laughs> <laughs> a great clown. I mean, he, he's another one. Like, it's so hard to choose a, a, a favorite because there there's so many good representations of clowns. Yeah. Creepy clowns in movies. Or another one, uh, uh, the movie Vulgar. You seen I was Vulgar? actually going to ask you about oh, that. Is that a, is it a horror movie? No, it's more of no, a drama. It, it, isn't it is. It? it is a drama. It's horrifying. I mean, does that count? Yes. I mean, it's I it's terror. It's terrifying in the sense of getting raped by a clown. I mean, oh wow, <laughs> that's what that movie's about. Really? <laughs> yeah. I never knew. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, his View Skew Productions made it. Brian Johnson. If you ever watch Comic Book Man, the big fat guy with the beard, he used to be a skinny guy who directed movies. Yeah. He was the uh, get, he directed uh, Vulgar get and him, uh, get it. What's that weird name? Get him. Get him. Get him, Steve Dave. Get him, Steve Dave <laughs> from Mallrats. <laughs> uh, yeah, he directed a movie called Vulgar that is vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> it's. it's it's about rape and clowns. It's, I remember you oof, telling me about oof. that a long time ago. I didn't. I didn't remember yep. anything about clown. But that's rape, that's though. creepy. That that clown's creepy on the same level as like, the Gacy clown, though, because it's because right. it's it's like <clears throat> dirty, creepy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's getting raped by a clown. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I had no words, but yes, <laughs> it's it's, as, it's, a, it's exactly as creepy as being raped by a clown. Um, to go back to my favorites, though, like I said, uh, the. The Killer Clown movie, like, I think Killer Clowns from Outer Space, as far as creepy clowns, when you, when you think of clowns, you think of ridiculousness, you think of balloons, you think of cotton candy, you think of this, and then you put that into a horror movie, add in my love for comedies, Killer Clowns from Outer Space mm-hmm. is probably the best Killer Clown movie, not just in title, but in general movie. If I had to recommend one, that's gonna be it. Yeah. I love it. it. It's so off the wall. It's so bizarre. Oh, that, it's so creepy. That movie. It knocks my block off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? Knock my block off? It's one of the best lines in that movie. <laughs> it, it's it's just good fun. It's good no, horror I, comedy fun. I, like, I enjoyed watching and rewatching it. I, like I said, I haven't seen it in years, yeah. but I, I had a blast. Because I, I was like... So many times you watch a movie that you haven't watched in a long time, and and then you realize why did I ever watch this movie? This movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I was watching it, and I was like, 
I'm enjoying it's every good, dude. last minute of this. It was it was incredible. It's exa- it, it it doesn't try to be anything that it's not. The dude, you know, who, what I'm saying it's it's a bunch of alien clowns <laughs> that wrap people up in cotton candy and shoot you with popcorn. Like that's the movie you're in for, and that's exactly the movie you get. The guy who plays Mike, of all people, just like you in real life, who is horribly annoying. Uh, <laughs> no, the guy who plays Mike. I quit. Done. This is the worst. Is he's the worst actor in the whole world? He's got this annoying voice. I just, it's like super nasally. Are you talking about me yeah, now or the still, movie? It's I, still I, like you. Like uh, everything, everything about you is this character. This is well. I think that about does it for this episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna wrap her right up. No, um, you're still a dick. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you? You had another clown movie you wanted to bring up, right? Have you ever seen Amusement? No, I haven't. Or what was the what, what, clown, the, uh, clown the, house? Yeah, you were talking about I, clown I, well, house I was not going to bring that up because that movie is scary for reasons other than being oh. horrifying. Uh, clown house was directed by the same guy that did Jeepers Creepers one and two. Yeah. I can't think of the guy's name off offhand, but um, that if you know anything about that director or those movies, um, that guy was either excuse me prosecuted or was in jail something for molesting um, children. Just to interject, Victor Salva. Yeah. Just, just so um, if and you're listening and you ever run into him, just r- walk Salva, the opposite yeah. way. <laughs> and yeah, and the the movies and, and the, the the molestation in question though happened on the set if of Clown House. It was, it was like it was a, the actor, young boy, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So when you watch that movie, you're essentially watching a period of time when something extremely horrific took place it was i mean um, it was it the young kid or i think so because sam rockwell was in that movie it wasn't too. sam rockwell it was, okay. it, I, I don't at least i don't believe that it was um but i've never seen the movie that's which is why i didn't bring it up but i i probably won't see it just based on principle and it's weird because i won't see that one because of that as far as the jeepers creepers movies go um it's it's not to get totally off topic here, but with him, it's it's one of those weird things where I like the work, but I hate the person that the work was done by. Yeah. Um, and I do a little bit of well, it's, separation. It's, it's crazy when you, because uh, we talked, I mentioned last week about uh, Francis Ford Coppola uh, was the executive producer of the Jeepers Creepers movies. Mm-hmm. And there's been interviews with him where he just, like, absolutely like it just shows nothing but support for this guy and he's just like basically saying like oh that was all in the past and and nothing he's a different person it's like i i don't know like that's not something that you just get a- ask get an alcoholic past. just because he's in recovery doesn't mean he's not an alcoholic still right you know like it, not to so not weird. to get into some touchy subjects yeah yeah here, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's all that being said but, though that being by said the way, when uh, we get when By we the get way, into I didn't... movies based on true stories, Jeepers Creepers is a fantastic one. We'll have to do an episode about that. Wait, what? Another episode. Oh, you got I'm, gonna, me all I'm freaked out now. <laughs> oh yeah, I got one for you here too. Not portrayed by a real person, but a uh, a doll clown. Oh, poltergeist that drags the kid under the bed. How did we forget about so that? Creepy. That is that... one of the creepiest scenes in in my memory Ooh, yeah. as a child actually oh, yeah. even in my recent memory because i just watched it i think last year because when we watched it last year was that the first time you'd ever it was, seen it it was it was that was one of those movies that <laughs> people always gave me shit for that i had never seen as a horror fan i think i think we said this before mike has mike has seen poultry geist 
But up until last year, I'd never seen Poltergeist, which I, I just have, blows my freaking mind. I have nothing to say. Mike, Mike has actually uh, there's a there's like some quintessential movies that he hasn't seen, which we'll be crossing one off. Which yeah, like we said, we crossed one off last year with Jaws when we actually got to see it on the silver screen. Let me say it. Let me say it. And this year, I've never seen. Oh, it pains me to say, I've never seen The Exorcist. Douche. Big ol' horror guy me has never seen probably the most influential horror movie under the sun. I get it, okay? But, to his credit, we will be seeing it this year on October 29th on the, the big, big screen. screen at so, the Red, Redford Theater in so Redford, if Michigan. if you're gonna see it, that's the way to see it. Hey, if you're listening you want to join us, Yeah. Oh, come, yeah. come with. Come on we down. We can put that out there. Come with us. We'll be the two guys uh, with no friends. <laughs> hey, guys! You'd be listening and be like, oh, those voices sound familiar. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow them. Yeah, they wouldn't stop talking throughout the entire movie. <laughs> it's like they were podcasting or something. We'll have to do something special for uh, around that time, though, for whatever episode we do. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, figure it out. Well, we'll probably do exorcism movies. I'm or, guessing. we were talking about doing retrospectives. We could do an entire retrospective on the entire Exorcist series. Well, I don't, but Oof. if we're gonna, but if we're gonna do, then we'll be doing a separate podcast about Exorcism movies because there's so many good ones. I mean, we're gonna have like 300 episodes. Oh so. yeah, that's true. You're in for the long haul, Jay. <laughs> yeah. I hope you, hope you're okay with it. Um, All right. So no, um, but uh, d- did either of you see the Poltergeist remake? No, I had no interest. I, in did it. you see it? All right. Well, then I don't know why I brought that up. Yeah. That no that scene that. though, yeah, ruined me as a child. That might actually be another one that like made, because that was the first instance of a a clown doll. Right. You know, Gacy and and Pennywise made clowns creepy for everybody, mm-hmm. and then Poltergeist made clown dolls creepy for everybody. So then, just clowns were pretty much ruined all around. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um. On that, before we wrap up. One final question. Mm-hmm. When you guys were children, before you saw any of these movies, before you know going to the circus or, or McDonald's even, what have you, did clowns creep you out on principle? Before, before you saw the movies, or maybe you saw them really young, but as a child, did clowns creep you out, or is this something that has been ingrained in you because of essentially the media? Ahead, I've Jack. never been creeped out by clowns. You never even to this day? Nope. nope. Oh, uh, okay. by the way, after I answer this and after you answer this, we should probably talk about the stuff that's going on in South Carolina, considering oh, we... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that'll creep you out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I was never, like, overly scared of clowns. I always was more, like, uncomfortable. Like, I'm, I, they made me feel uncomfortable. And to me, it was like, here's this grown man... Which, if any of you out there listening are clowns, I apologize for what I'm about to say. But here's a grown man who chooses to, like... Spread joy to people? <laughs> no. I, there's just, so rude there's just, I know. There's just on. something weird about, like a, like, a, like, a person who chooses to, like, put on grease paint and, like, and j- big, giant, baggy clothes and... Big red shoes? Oh, he, red he's shoes talking and, about professional wrestlers. <laughs> I guess, which it, I don't know. It's 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 a strange occupation. It is. I'll give it to you. They have schools for which it. I got a clown I've, school in Detroit. I've been a birthday clown before, and I had a blast doing it. <laughs> so I, I I guess I can't talk too much crap about it. 
there's just something really weird. I think it's the people, it's it's not so much the people who actually, like, do it and then go about their lives. There are people who have seen, like, uh, I think that, like, there was, like, a little mini doc that I watched one time where some people wear the clown costume all the time. Yeah, yeah. And there's something wrong they, with those they, people. That's, like, their life. Yeah. Yeah. They identify as a clown. Yeah. Um, how about you? Are you scared um, of clowns? Or when, were I was, you? when I was a kid, no. I used to go to the uh, circus or whatever, and like, I, I think I always thought there was something weird about them, but I was never afraid of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I might have been a little bit unsure of them, but I was never creeped out by them. I think my my creep my creepiness from clowns has come from my adult life. Mm-hmm. Just just seeing stuff in real life happen creeps me out. Which segue <laughs> that was a nice segue uh the stuff that's going on in south carolina yeah. is it south carolina well, or north carolina south, i think it's both i think there's three separate area or four separate areas where this is taking place now first of so all it's very topical we didn't plan this but first it's very of all let's, for a, let's, let's address this question do you think because there's a lot of people think that this is um I'm already going to answer you, no. Marketing for either the It remake, or some people are saying that it's marketing well, for 31. doesn't make sense for either one of them. They already they asked the production of 31. They already said no. They said they had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And as far as It goes, it's way too far in advance for any studio to be doing anything like that. It doesn't make sense to do it right now. Well, It's coming out in 2017. It does, but they haven't even shot yet. They haven't done anything. They haven't? No. And if they were going to do anything, if they were going to do anything, it'd be closer to release date to get people hyped up for that. It makes no right. sense for them to do that this far in advance. It just doesn't. To me, can I just say, I think the entire thing is brilliant. Not as a marketing stunt or anything like that. I just think it's I think it's amazing. Let it be known that James thinks that luring children into the woods using no. candy and money is brilliant. No, because that's the thing. That's the thing is there's no proof that any of them have tried to lure kids. Yeah, no, in. there is. The no, kids, there's no proof. No, no the, the kids, yeah, yeah, the kids the have... Li- yeah, the kids have said that. Do you know how many times I... The was, eyewitnesses have said the clowns did this, but you you're know saying many, no. Listen, do you know how many times as a do you know how many times as we a child we got a denier over here? Do you know how many times as a child I saw something that freaked me out and then I completely blew it out of proportion? Did a clown ever say I have a wad of cash? Come here, because that's what they're saying that they did. I okay, listen. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not talking so much about the ones that are like offering cash to people. I'm talking about. There's there's ones there's there's guys who are like the one who s- just went and stood under a street light for like an hour. That wasn't this one though. It's there's like hundreds of them everywhere. Well, it's going on all over the place. Well, just, the reason I think it's brilliant is because it's there are people it's like it's causing mass hysteria over something that like like we said earlier there's there's nothing there's nothing overtly scary about clowns. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And when people see this thing that's out of place, they freak out. And I think it's hilarious because, like, you walk down the street, you can see any number of strange things. But if you see a clown, all of a sudden, it's newsworthy. Oh, yeah. And it's calling the cops worthy. And it's keeping your children indoors worthy. Like, I think it's I think it's hilarious. I experienced as, something as long, similar. As long as they don't start actually like kidnapping well, kids or anything like right. that, here's, then it becomes no longer funny. But if it's just a bunch of people thinking that it's funny to go out and just kind of shake things up and creep people out, I think it's amazing. No, I think when when you're being just 
pedestrian about it, for lack of a better word. That's yeah. fine. I think it's great. I think I agree with you. It's causing hysteria. It's just kind of ruffling feathers. I think it's hilarious. Now, this is this is a an excerpt from the article about what's been going on in South Carolina, though. Mm-hmm. And it says here, uh, according to the report, several children also told the deputy that clowns had approached them behind one of the apartment buildings and tried to lure them into the woods by displaying quote unquote large amounts of money. Yeah, but those those same kids said that they saw the clowns living in an abandoned house down the trail, and the cops went to that house, and there was nothing to be found. There would be some trace of humans being there, and there was nothing. So it could just be, like, when I was younger, I saw something in in the field behind the park in Bad Mm -hmm. Axe. And I went home and I told my parents that there was a monster with a huge head that lived back there and I didn't want to go there anymore. So, do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, kids see something. Like, uh, okay, yeah, if it's a dude offering them cash and saying, come into the woods, that's freaky. One but, of the earlier reports, just, too, it, said they were to like me, I wouldn't, with candy as well. To me, I wouldn't put it by kids to just kind of, like, maybe the clown was just holding a giant lollipop. And the kid was like, oh, he was trying to lure me in with a giant giant lolly and if they are doing that <laughs> and they're trying to do it f for a stunt and they are actually trying to get kids to come in the woods with candy or money uh-huh. they should be leery of that because that is uh the clowns themselves because that's attempted kidnapping right right there's nothing there's absolutely True. nothing wrong the cops can't do anything about a guy just dressing like a clown no which actually i i heard today that they're they're saying now that uh in one of these south carolina towns specifically the one where uh the guy chased one with a machete yeah. Did you hear oh, about I that? I did hear about that. They're saying that there is actually a county ordinance that prohibits anybody over the age of 18 from dressing like a clown. Really? Which is, I mean, most career clowns That's are bizarre. all over the age of 18. So I would say all probably career clowns are. <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. So anyway, I think, it's, I think it's funny as long as nothing crazy happens. And uh, they're just clowning around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, That'll do it. Yep. That's doing it. Yes, sir. Uh, as always, if we mentioned anything that you find objectionable or we're just straight up wrong on, <laughs> let us know. The Buzzkill Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on social media uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, and t- uh, well, just Instagram and SoundCloud. And Facebook. And Facebook at thebuzzkillpodcast.com. You can catch the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, any other third-party apps. Everything, really. You can find us. Um, We're everywhere. And, uh, and and keep the keep the feedback coming. We actually have a lot of people talking on on uh, yeah we're getting we're, on SoundCloud and stuff like that. It's cool. It's we like hearing from you friends. guys and we like talking to you. We like making friends. So so keep it up. Yeah. And uh, I guess that'll do it for the week. That'll eh, do it. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Say, can I have one of those? Ah!